Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Music Speaks, where we will be talking about music. Uh, the first topic that we are going to be covering today is what exactly is music? And there are famous uh, composers and philosophers who, throughout history who have tried to define what music is. And my hope is that through this podcast, that people who are not familiar with music or people who are unfamiliar with or kind of novices to music uh, can become more acquainted with concepts that are found throughout music uh, theory, through music history, and other such topics found in music. So some topics that we will discuss in the future will be the basics of music theory, famous composers throughout history, and the social influences that have affected music and changed the way music was composed, performed, received, and other topics of interest in the music world. So before we dive into our topic today, we're going to be talking about exactly what music is and the different types of music that are used to define what music is. So, moving on to the topic, we are discussing exactly what music is and can we even define music? Does it have a definition? And how can we define something that is so elusive as the definition of music? So for our first point, we're going to have to go back to ancient Greece to see the great philosopher Plato. And he says that music gives a soul to the universe, wings to the mind, flight to the imagination, and life to everything. So to dive into this quote just a little bit, we have to establish some context for this. And to do that, we have to go back to ancient Greece. In this time in Greece, the arts were very important to the people and the culture surrounding it. So music was involved in every bit of culture that they had. It was in weddings, funerals, theater, uh, folk music even, and it played an integral role in the lives of ancient Greece. So music played such a large role in their society that they considered music to be a gift from the gods. Uh, the god Apollo was the god of music and the god of the sun. Each, music, each instrument was even given uh, a certain deity. So for Hermes, he was given credit for the lyre. Pan was given the syrinx, or more commonly known as the panpipes. Um, Athena was given the flute. And much like today, music surrounded everything that they did. So today, music is in movies, TV, uh, we go to concert halls, we see music uh, artists performing concerts. We see music everywhere we go today. And much like back in ancient Greece, music surrounded our culture, just like it did back then. So it makes sense that philosophers like Plato, Plato would ascribe such great importance to music. Moving on to our second composer of the day, uh, Beethoven says that music is the one incorporeal entrance into the higher world of knowledge, which comprehends mankind, but which mankind cannot comprehend. So this is a, a very elusive explanation of music, simply because it's saying that well, music is elusive. Uh, Beethoven's definition is something that I think we can all understand. Uh, it's well known that music has a deep emotional connection to people. We have certain songs for when we're sad, happy, maybe maybe if we had a bad day, we come home and we just need to pick me up. We know that song, we just go to it just like that, that makes us feel better. But what is it that makes the, us feel these emotions when we listen to music? Beethoven here is just basically suggesting that it, there's no way of understanding exactly what makes us feel that way, simply because it is beyond our understanding. 
Throughout history, music was often seen as a higher form of communication than language. Alphonse de Lamartine said that music is the literature of the heart. It commences where speech ends. And many famous poets and composers saw it this way, such as the poet Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, who said that music is the universal language of mankind. This form of communication does not use words or symbols, but rather communicates through sound and feeling. So the main piece that we're going to be talking today to help with our discussion on what is music is a piece that pushes the very definition of what music is. And this piece is John Cage's 433, also known as 4 minutes and 33 seconds of silence. If you listeners have not heard this piece, it's very controversial, and I would definitely encourage you to go listen to it. Uh, Do some research into it, even. It's a very interesting piece, and the context surrounding it is very compelling. So, in case you're like me, uh, and you hate doing research and rather catch up on uh, season two of Daredevil, I don't blame you, so I will do a short synopsis of what the piece is and give some context for why it was written. So John Cage's 433 was written in 1952 and has three movements. Uh, This piece could be performed on any number of instruments uh, or just one solo instrument, but it's not the the orchestration or the composing style that's odd, but the notes, or therefore the lack of them, that gives the controversy. So the score instructs the performer or performers to not play their instrument during the entire duration of the piece. The purpose for that is to encourage the audience to listen to the environment and also the noises that the audience itself makes. Now, as you can probably tell, this composition was pushing the boundaries that defined what music was and was very controversial in its time. So to establish some historical context, uh, John Cage went to the anechoic chamber at Harvard University. So this room was made that the entire room would absorb all the sounds that were made. The room was also externally soundproof, so you could hear no sounds while you were in this room. And still, when Cage was in this room, this chamber, he heard two drones. One was a drone that was in the higher register, and one was in the lower register. And so he writes about this, and he says that while he was there, he asked the engineer who was in charge and was informed that one was his nervous system and the other was the blood in circulation. This obviously surprised him and led him to the realization that there is never truly silence. And upon discovering this revelation, the impossibility of silence is what led Cage to compose 433. So the controversy that lies within this piece is obviously the fact that there is no actual notes being played. And yet, With no small amount of adversity, this piece is considered to be music. So looking back at all these points, we still have no clear answer on what music is. So although anticlimactic, the conclusion is that music is something that doesn't have a thorough definition because it means something different to each and every person. Music doesn't mean the same thing to me as it does to you. It doesn't mean the same thing because all of us have different emotional connections to music. And with that, I want to thank you for tuning in this week to Music Speaks. Uh, Please join me again next Sunday as we continue to talk about music in our discussion. And please, if you have any comments and or concerns about my podcast, uh, please 
feel free to email me at musicspeaks1898 at gmail.com or feel more than free to leave me a message. Tune in next time and we'll see you then.